I just saw a lady get tasered for trying to snatch a woman's face mask to give to her child. In today's episode of Entitled Parents, I argued with my husband about whether or not to post this because I'm pretty sure this will make the local news and I don't want to burn this account just yet. But prepare yourself because this story has layers. We were at the dreaded big box store picking up potting soil because we were going to DIY ourselves through the isolation. Things aren't crazy here yet, but there is a two customer limit on the the majority of items. I assume this means everything. So we're getting two bags of a few different types of soil. My husband is loading the last eight bags of soil on our cart when I hear her. I know it's a Karen just by the level of unnecessary outrage in her voice. Karen says, are you kidding me? Not a lot of people in the garden center, but we all look to her. I was almost disappointed to see that she didn't come with the requisite haircut. She actually looked like a frazzled mom, her kid tugging on her hand and an overfull handbasket of groceries. And I had a moment of, girl, I feel you. But dang, she was pointing at us. Karen said, you can't buy that many. You are hoarding. My husband said, yeah, we can. We're getting two each. Karen said, oh, you don't fool me. I know what you're doing. My husband said, so do I. Piss off. I'm just sitting there imagining all the ways I'm going to rock his world tonight. Well, Heron huffed at that, spun around and yanked her kid back and side to go complain to the employee working the nearby register. Now, we already paid for our items. The employee had come out and scanned the bags earlier, and he could easily see our carts into the parking lot. And then, the automatic doors open behind us, and I hear, Now they're just stealing! Just great. We load the soil in the car and turn around to bring the car back and look at plants. By the time we're back, Karen has given up on trying to convince the employee that we're the Bonnie and Clyde of dirt and is now negotiating, skipping someone in line. She has a child, you see, and her handbasket, well, it's just so full and heavy. Could she please just scooch right on in here real quick and it'll just be an extra second, she swears. The woman that Karen is trying to skip is a young, maybe college-age woman wearing a face mask. Not a medical mask, but the stretchy kind you'd wear when riding a motorcycle or when you're skiing. My husband has just now informed me that it's called a neck gaiter. The mask is black and has some scary wolf teeth on it that honestly made the girl look like somebody you should not mess with even though she was wearing a Gap t-shirt and flip-flops. The mask girl is just shaking her head, no, and that's all I got as we dropped off the cart. I browse, pick up a couple plants, and we head inside to wait in line. Now it's showtime. Karen and mask girl are near the register facing off, no pun intended. From the looks of things, Mascara has finished her purchase and Karen stopped her before she could leave. I don't know if she grabbed her or anything, but Karen was still holding her full handbasket, so she hadn't checked out yet. Well, she hadn't paid for her groceries yet because clearly this woman had checked out. Karen said, But you don't even need it now, you're leaving. My son could get sick because you won't give it to him and he needs it. Mask girl, Hell no, you can't have my mask. Back off, lady. Karen says, But my son really likes it. And it's obviously made for boys anyway. Why would you want to wear something so scary? Mask Girl says, because I like it. And it has my germs on it. Why would you put a stranger's mask on your kid? Karen says, Ugh, why are you being so rude? You will let us go through the checkout first and now you're making my son very upset. Mask Girl says, your problem, not mine. And then, Mask Girl turns to leave while Karen manifests the biggest balls ever and grabs Mask Girl by the back of her mask. Let me make a side note here. When all of this is going down, we're all just standing in line watching. The register is still going boop, boop, boop. 
as the employee scans items, but otherwise, we were all just inside this hypnotic bubble. But when Karen reached out towards Mask Girl, it was like the bubble popped and made everything crystal clear. Not slow motion or anything, but I felt hyper aware, like Spider-Man. Karen reaches out, People on both sides of me inhale loudly. Karen grabs the mask and yanks. A lady on my right yells and my husband steps forward. Gonna do dirty things with him tonight. Mask girl tucks her head down and turns to Karen like a pissed off bull with a bright shiny new target. I think Karen was going to say something like, Don't walk away from me! Or something because all she got was, Don't! And then crack. I looked around because the noise was so loud, I figured the roof was about to cave in. But out of the corner of my eye, I see Karen spasm and drop to the floor writhing. Little mask girl had a taser. I don't know when she pulled it out, this tiny little flashlight looking thing, but she laid Karen out with it. And not one of us moved for what felt like forever, like we were frozen. And then it was bedlam. Security guard shows up, more employees show up, mask girl is chilling like she's been through this before and knows what comes next. The kid is screaming that the wolf girl killed his mom even though she's groaning and sobbing on the floor and clearly not dead but maybe wishing she was. The people had been in line with us were all talking at once trying to tell the security guard what happened. We hung around just witnessing the insanity for maybe two minutes before Karen started choking out demands for an ambulance, the police, a lawyer, the mayor, restitutions, reparations. My husband made eye contact with an employee and got a thumbs up when he put the plants on the shelf and pointed towards the door. We got out of there. We drove home in silence until my husband parked in the car in our driveway and then we just burst out laughing. Neither one of us had ever seen anything like that before. We live in a small beach town. People are super laid back and mellow. Karen was anything but that and I hope we never see her again. So, who do you think was the jerk in this story? I'm guessing that the second Karen tried to come up to the mask girl and started yelling at her, the mask girl probably already had her taser ready to go, her hand on it, on the button, ready to pull it out, and then the second that she felt physically threatened, it was just probably instinct to whip it out and just zap her. Because if she was carrying it inside of a jacket pocket or something, then she probably had her fingers on it the second all this even began. This is another one of those stories where it kind of gets overlooked looked, but I also feel bad for the little kid here because the little kid can't control his mom wilding out like this. He doesn't know what his mom's going to do in this situation. And then if he really thinks his mom's dying, I mean, he doesn't know any better. He's a little kid. Of course, he's going to feel some type of fear that he probably has never felt before. It's probably pretty hard on this little kid. So let me know if you guys ever been in a situation like this or seen a situation like this. And if not, what would you do? I witnessed an entitled mother get destroyed today. I saw this today and I can't stop laughing. I was traveling in my city metro. It wasn't very crowded at the time, but all the seats were occupied. Still, you could freely stand up without being up against a stranger. There was this kid sitting in the reserve seats, the ones reserved for people that are handicapped, pregnant women, old people, definitely not for moms of two-year-olds. He was probably 14 or 15, I don't know. He is the hero of the story. Then, at one stop, our entitled mother comes in. She has a cute little child who is trying to keep up with his mom's pace. Entitled mother sees our hero sitting at the reserve seat and just stares at him. 
him. I guess this was her way to make people automatically give away their seats or something. The kid didn't move. This probably irked the entitled mother a lot because she moved towards the kid with heavy steps. She comes near, stops, and again does the stare. The kid doesn't budge. Then she starts screaming. If she didn't have the whole compartment's attention earlier, she now had it. She starts berating the kid for sitting in a reserved seat and not giving it up to someone more deserving like a mother like herself with the young kid. I don't know what her logic is. The seats aren't reserved for them anyway. She just keeps shouting and screaming and tries to get the other's opinions on it while people were on her side. And for a while, people were on her side. The kid then, out of nowhere, rolls the right side of his jeans up and detaches his artificial leg and keeps it in front of Entitled Mother. The look on her face was priceless. It looked like she was mortified and embarrassed at the same time. She just backed away silently and got off the next stop. I don't think that was her stop. So many of these reserve seat confrontation scenarios, not only in these stories, but also in videos that you see online, have to do with people assuming whether or not someone should be in a seat or not. And there's a really easy way to find out. Just ask if you can sit in the seat. And if they say no, they might be a jerk because they just don't want to move or there might actually be something going on. There was actually a story that I remember from a long time ago. Overseas, I was with someone and they had a knee injury that was pretty bad. And there was a situation really similar to this where... They really needed to sit down, but people didn't think that he looked like he deserved to sit down and it created a lot of drama. But a lot of those situations can be avoided just by asking. In this case, it sounds like the entitled mother just started screaming right away and she probably did want to sit down. I'm sure having a little kid is probably very tiring, but let me know what you would do if you were in this situation and who was the bigger jerk here. My sister's birthday was ruined by an entitled mother's birthday and her daughter. This incident happened about eight years ago. It was my sister's birthday and a a lot of my family members from my dad's side were invited. My dad's sister, who will be called Entitled Mother henceforth, and her daughter, Entitled Child, were visiting us after a lot of years because they shifted to California. So, Entitled Mother wanted her daughter to be the center of attention since the moment they came in. The Entitled Child was about seven years old, and everyone was quite taken with her because she spoke in an adorable accent. When it was time for cutting the cake, Entitled Mother wanted Entitled Child to cut it even though it was my sister's birthday. The reason being was was, she's a kid. She deserves to cut the cake. She's the youngest of them all. My sister is way too old to be cutting the cakes anyway. It was sister's 11th birthday. Entitled mother's request slash order was declined by my mom, which made entitled mother quite angry. When dinner was served, entitled mother was very hungry and sat down to eat. As soon as she started, entitled child started crying and demanded to be fed. An entitled mother expected my mom to stop eating and feed her kid. And my mother agreed. The worst was at the time of gift unwrapping. My sister loves Barbie, so she received a doll in a dollhouse for my mom and dad, and I gave her a bunch of homemade chocolate that I made myself. Entitled Mother said, What does sister need chocolate for? Come on, give them to Entitled Child. You're too old for them. Sister gave Entitled Child some of them, which Entitled Child proceeded to start eating right then. Sister went on to unwrap the other presents and was made to share a bunch of other stuff like sparkler pens, a set of crayons, etc. too with Entitled Child. Entitled Child, after some time, started wailing the she wanted more chocolate. Entitled mother literally shouting, Why have you not given her chocolates? Didn't I ask you to? Why are you being so mean? She's your cousin. She deserves them. Sister was almost in tears and gave her three more. Now only five chocolates remained, which she gave each one of them to us. Mom, dad, entitled mother, and me. I saved mine to give it to her later. Entitled mother noticed it and asked me to give it to entitled child since I obviously was not going to eat it. I didn't. When sister got to unwrapping the dollhouse and the Barbie, entitled mother actually 
actually pounced on the doll and started pulling it away from Sister. Now Sister wanted to cry, which made a title mother angry. And she screamed at Sister to shut up and stop being so mean and stingy. Entitled Child was from US and did not have any Indian toys, were from India, and she needed the doll. My father flat out refused, which resulted in more screaming and crying. Then she left in a huff and kicked the dollhouse, denting it. My sister was very sad, and needless to say that her birthday was ruined, but that was not the end. About an hour or so later, Entitled Mother was back kicking and screaming at our door, saying we had poisoned her kid and that she would be suing us. Entitled Child's stomach was aching, but instead of calling a doctor, she had drove her to our house. We seated them and called the doctor, during which Entitled Mother was screaming about how we were jealous of her and how we would suffer terrible fates, and the doctor said the pain was because of overeating. Guess she shouldn't have had those six extra chocolates. Entitled Mother proceeded to blame me and my sister for everything, saying how both of us were spoiled and mean kids. So, who was the jerk in the situation? This is weird that she's referring to the titled mother as a member of her own family. That's what kind of makes this a little bit harder to follow than some of these, because usually when they're referring to entitled mother or entitled child, they're referring to my cousin, my aunt, the brother-in-law, sister-in-law, whatever the situation is. But here, that's how this whole thing is labeled out. Not exactly sure how a doctor is going to be able to diagnose overeating other than just answering obvious questions like, um, did you eat a lot? Yes, I ate a lot. Okay, I diagnose you as having overeating. That's like the answer to the entire situation here. This whole thing is pretty dumb sounding. It just sounds like the entitled mother wants her kid to have everything the sister is getting. It is not getting it, but doing it in the most heavy handed way without really making sense. This is one of those stories where I can't tell if it's suffering from the bias of the person telling it so bad that I don't even really understand what the motivations of the entitled mother are or the nuance other than she just wants her kid to have everything that the sister has. But that said, let me know what you guys would do if you were in the situation and who ended up being the biggest jerk.